This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. It's Kelly and Ramia on AMI-audio and AMI-tv or on your favorite podcast platform. Either way, thanks for joining us. We get into our Thursday conversations today, and a lot of that is just weekly staples we look forward to on the Thursday episodes of the show. So let's get into it. Kelly and I welcome in Michael Fair. Audio entertainment and accessible technology are increasingly important in our lives. I'm Mike Fair, here to help you make the most out of your devices. We'll share tech tips and product reviews. Plus, I'll steer you towards the best accessible games, audio dramas, and podcasts. We'll talk about it all here on Kelly and Ramya. Well, we love getting into tech tips with you, Mike, and this is not always a weekly thing, but today it is one of the most hyped accessibility uh, related additions in iOS 17 is called Personal Voice. And this week, you're going to explain how this combines with another feature called Live Speech to literally have our phones speak for us. So I'm very curious because I haven't explored either of these features. So who are these features designed for? Basically, these are for people like, uh, well, Stephen Hawking is the first example that springs to mind. Someone who has a voice but is in danger of losing it, uh, and that could be permanently, like like it would happen to him with his uh, uh, disease, or it could be even temporary. Like If you have this, uh, what you do is, is you can record your own voice, and then you say a bunch of samples and phrases, and it takes that and it produces a voice that sounds like yours and therefore people could still recognize, Hey, this is, this is the, the person, right? Because it, it sounds like you did before you lost mm-hmm. your voice. So it, it's for people uh, in, in that kind of situation. Uh, I think of musicians too. I mean, if you strain your voice, you probably have to relax it and let it rest for a while. And therefore you might need to uh, have something that can speak for you and your iPhone can fill that role. Um, another the feature, uh, live speech, is a bit more traditional. Um, it's basically you type in uh, what you want to say, or you select from picked uh, phrases that you set up mm-hmm. uh, prior, and it will speak it out loud using another voice. It doesn't have to be the one you make. It can be like this, as voices you'd use for Siri, things like that. Uh, that's a bit more of a traditional feature. There have been apps that have yes. done that for years. But uh, Apple has just said, no, we're going to add this to operating system now. It's free for everybody. And they I, did. <laughs> I, I love this because, Mike, like you say, it's something that we all, at some point, you'll just naturally be one of those things you record, whether you're 18, 15, or whatever, for the day that you may be under the weather and you may not feel so great or for more permanent situations. Fascinating. Um, how do we find these features? So basically, you go into settings. There's no app for these features, no specific app. You go into accessibility settings. There's a new heading called speech. It's right at past the hearing heading. So you go to that, and there are two buttons under that heading. Uh, the first is live speech. That's the feature that you type in, and it uh, lets you, you know, it, it says what you type. Uh, the, and the, the next button over is personal voice, and that's where you can record about 150 samples, uh, phrases that in sentences that it gives you to read. And once you've recorded those, 
uh, it then takes that, generates a voice that sounds remarkably like you, if a bit kind of stilted and flat, in my opinion, Uh, but Mm. uh, certainly better than, than, you know, no voice at all. And uh, then you you can just summon this uh, with uh, basically uh, back tap or another method uh, accessibility shortcut and bring up a dialogue that lets you just type it and say, I want to say this, type it into the dialogue and then hit send and it, it will speak it out loud. Okay, this is really cool. How do you summon it? You talked about summoning it? So yeah, basically there's the, the way that you're supposed to do it is you would use the uh, uh, accessibility shortcut. That's the, the side button, click three times quickly. I'm not a big fan of that because for voiceover users, if you turn voiceover off and then have to turn it on again. And if you have to use the shortcut, it asks, what do you want activated, this feature or that feature? And it won't talk until you pick voiceover. So that kind of stymies that for us. I recommend if you blo- if you need voiceover and personal voice, uh, leave voiceover on being the only thing that you use the shortcut for, that's a side button shortcut, the triple click. Mm-hmm. And use back tap. Uh, you can get there by accessibility and touch uh, in that uh, un- under um, the uh, touch uh, uh, physical and motor heading. There's a touch button. You double tap that and you go to back tap and you set the, I would recommend the triple tap uh, so that you're not activating it by mistake all the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. And for sure. then you tap it three times, the back of your phone three times and it, that dialogue, the live speech dialogue will pop up and you will be able to use that to have your phone speak for you. That's really uh, interesting. Wow. Mike, do you find the back tap to be reliable in general? As you say, you know, I, don't accidentally it, activate it. I'm yeah, thinking I forgot like 80% of my it, uh, back tap features or actions that I've programmed in don't even work. So I forget that I have it activated at all. Is that due to your case? Yeah, I, wonder is, like, like, what, what, I wonder about that. I wonder if the it's sensitivity? the sensitivity. Because that's what I, I've would, never noticed it. Yeah, a case would certainly make a difference. Right. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it can be very the case is too, too sensitive. Good. Okay. And, and yeah. if it lets too much through, then then the feature is going to activate even when you don't want it. I've had that happen lots. I've lost right. games because that thing's popped up. Yeah. So, <laughs> to the point where you can't even think of it as a real feature. But that that uh, is just double an tap on your camera and get your fingerprints all over it. Yuck. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, Mike, how do we create our own personal voice? So basically, uh, what you do is you go to the personal voice button, which is the button to the right of uh, the uh, live speech button. You double tap that, and you find a quiet space to record yourself. And you basically read through uh, about 50, uh, sorry, 150, they're like sentences or phrases, and it will give you the next phrase. You you should memorize it first. So you can set this so it stops between uh, phrases, uh, and, and it doesn't just keep recording and expect you to just read the next phrase. Like if you're sighted, you could just read one after another after another. But if you're not, you have to hear it first and memorize it before you can say it completely. And and you have to say the phrase completely, right? And then stop the, you know, uh, the recording. And then it will uh, take that when you get through those 150 phrases and you leave your phone plugged in and locked and not use it for anything for a couple of hours at least or so. And it will take all those samples, all those things you recorded, and turn the generate an AI-generated voice that sounds like yours, uh, remarkably like yours, actually. And, uh, th- and then it'll be available for use. Okay. 
Um, how Which one of our voices should I use? What all yeah. within the three of us? <laughs> should I do a few voices, Mike? Should I like? Can you do that? Like, I could I you have? Can. Like, you... oh, I want to use voice Kelly voice A. <laughs> yeah, you can have Mr. Yeah, villain he, voice or something. Yeah, yeah you know, he does like and, many and impressions, so you need yeah, to have we, all of them on hand. Nothing, nothing stops you from doing that. Your yeah. phone has you know enough space that you could wow. store multiple voices. Impressive, and you're going to contribute a lot to the machine learning for all of us, Kels. Obviously, I'll just yeah, take care probably. of everyone's right. <laughs> Get that guy to record everyone's voice. <laughs> Mike, how sensitive is the process to unexpected noise in the background? Because it would cut off, right, if it was hearing different things? It, well, it, it does eliminate, in the, I guess, in the process of, of taking those recordings and making the voice. It's, it, you know, I have a fridge in my apartment, and it sometimes turns on, and uh, I hear it in my right ear, uh, but I've never once heard it, uh, despite it coming on while I was recording my phrases, and sentences it i've never heard bits of it in the in if i've used the voice to say things uh it's just been my voice so it can remove some background noise but i wouldn't recommend doing this in like a crowded shopping mall yeah. or something right the airport Except or something airport. like that yeah, yeah. you know yeah. Um, how are you today it's, oh. yeah <laughs> chainsaw <laughs> in the background yeah exactly <laughs> Mike, how do we know yeah. the built is, the excuse me, the voice is built in and ready to use? So basically, when it's done, you will get a notification, and it usually takes like depending on it's going to depend on the processor in your phone, the speed at which it can do this, uh, and how long you leave your phone unattended for at a stretch, right? So uh, if you if you did it like last thing during the day and and left it in uh, plugged in at night, it it would be ready by the morning when you woke up again. Uh, but it, it it can take a while to, to do that, to chug through and make that voice. Mm, okay, interesting. Um, have you noticed any drawbacks to these features? I guess we discussed a bit of it already, but... Yeah, well, the, the big thing is it's not, um, like, it's... it's, it's when you when you have when it says things, if you're using this in an audio conference uh, and presumably a call, I've never done this on a phone call, but on a live uh, a Zoom conference, for example, I could type in what I wanted to say, mm -hmm. and then I hit enter, and it would say it, but I wouldn't I would miss whatever anyone else said while my voice was talking for me, mm -hmm. right? So you'd miss chunks like that could be said, you know, while someone was maybe time. reacting. Right, and then the voice stops talking, and you hear it again. Everything just clicks back on. So there's that. Also, you, you're, it's inefficient, right? Rather than talking, you're typing in what you want to say. So it's not like you'd use this just because you don't feel like talking, right? Like it's it, it's you know, you know it'll slow you down. It'll you know do if, right. if I had to answer questions doing this, it would take longer to type in those answers, right? So that's the kind yeah, of thing. It's not it's voice not, to voice. No, it, it's mm. it's you have to you have to type in what you want to say, and then it says it, or pick the phrase, right? You'd feel around, pick oh, yeah. the, the right the yeah. phrase that you prepared. Well, I mean, clearly, as you said right at the top, this is meant for a very specific purpose. People who uh, have like inability to speak, whether it be permanent or temporarily, uh, so that the others, like us listening in, can hear them and hopefully hear their voices, as it was. But. Uh, I wondered, you know, down the line, if they would add it so that we can kind of toggle it like Siri, like have a full conversation back and forth. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if they'll let us use the personal voice as uh, an AI voice for an assistant or something like that. Mm. Uh, I haven't heard, or voiceover. I haven't heard of anyone able to do that. So I presume it's unavailable for those uses. This is strictly for 
people to use to to speak on their behalf and uh, they do have uh you know in uh, in their videos they did a video recently to advertise this where they had this father reading a book to his son and it's the father had one of these diseases that robbed him of his voice and he was able to type in and and therefore you're able to respond like if your son asks a question in the middle of your reading you can type in your answer right as long as your son's patient in that for whatever like it makes interaction possible which otherwise you just have like a maybe a pre-recorded thing um and and it's, it's less personal but if you can actually do that and you know respond if if you know you know not exactly real time but close uh you know that that actually lets you be part of things a bit more and lets you be sort of in a conversation versus you know, giving some prepared statement kind of thing mm -hmm. all right mike well this was a good conversation um lots to review here and also it feels kind of like a new thing for apple to make this into a full-fledged feature so we'll keep posted on how it's doing i guess yeah absolutely i'll keep an ear out for, for successes failures yeah. Uh, when well, this an interesting starting point, right, guys? Like, it's a, it's yeah. an interesting starting point. And efficiency yeah. as well, right? Like, as you said, sure. you know, are we able to use this, generally speaking, as a convenience thing? Eh, probably not. Well, it's, yeah, not like, it, it's point. one of these things that it, it's just at its beginning. But, like, well, the live speech, I mean, that Apple could have done that years and years yeah. ago. Uh, mm -hmm. There's nothing new about that. But having it as a part of an operating system just there is like usually you have to pay for apps like that mm -hmm. um and and then having this personal voice that is new that's using the ai built into your phone mm -hmm. and uh, really demanding that processing power uh and and that machine learning to really turn those sentences into a voice that can literally say anything you might type in uh that that does take uh, the kind of computing power that is uh, is just it's hard to comprehend yeah. <laughs> for, for the average person do you know what's on the docket for next week? Well, uh, there is, yes, uh, we're getting into mental awareness time, and uh, I've got two meditation apps, one of which mm. I'll do next week. Uh, it's called Xenotizer, uh, and uh, it's it's uh, growing in popularity, uh, especially among the blind, because it, it is relatively affordable and uh, very accessible. Okay, cool. Awesome. And have you been playing with the uh, Apple Journal app? Yourself? Yes, I have. Yeah, okay. it's it's uh, doing remarkably well. I'm quite enjoying it. Certainly meets my needs. Uh, day one journal is the next one up. If people want that Cadillac experience of journal apps, then it just actually added Apple's suggestions because uh, Apple lets other apps do that. So now, oh, that's you, fun. You, you can do that in day one journal. It's right? a so one way street out here. Office. We can't uh, import our day one journals into Apple, but Apple's like, take our prompts yeah, for take your journal. Wow. Yeah, use our AI to, to, to help your app be even better. And, Unbelievable. And totally, yeah, Apple's amazing. got its fingers in all the pots. To do that. Mm -hmm. Mike, thank you. We'll talk to you next week. All right, we'll see you then. Mike Fair joins us on Thursdays. We cover audio, entertainment, tech, sometimes gaming, definitely a lot of reviewing on whatever the subjects are. After the break, we have Fern Lullum joining us, and we're chatting about habits. How are they formed? What makes for a good habit? How do we break the bad ones? All this in the spirit of the new year. I'm assuming. We'll see when she comes here. We'll be right back. It's Kelly and Ramia. Stick around and learn something new. Kelly and Ramya return with more in a moment. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube 
or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts.